All right, it's episode 43. We are back of the Talking Ball podcast. Took a couple of weeks off. I was on vacation in New Jersey, and, well, you know, not really a lot of stuff went down in sports last week. So, yeah, the last like, two weeks almost, right, you could say. Yeah, exactly. So pretty much a little bit of a, of a summer vacation for us, for sure. That's what we're calling it, summer break. Yeah, yeah. Um, shout out to Mason. He had his baby boy this yes. last week, so shout out to him. And Mason will be coming on full time here Um Whenever he's ready, whenever he feels it's it's kid's good yeah. time to kind of step away from the early the early stages of uh, daddy duties, d- daddy duties. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, text him. He's just kind of like, hey, I'm not ready to leave the little guy quite yet. We get it. We totally understand. So Mason, when you're ready, man, we're ready to have you back in the studio. And yes, sir. He will be with us part time, full time. It's a good way to tell, just depending his schedule. And so, and when it all lines up, he'll be here. And so excited to have him on here. And so, but. But yeah, how was your vacation when you went to it Jersey? It was good, man. You know, I did everything I said I was going to do. Went to a Mets game, which was fun. They lost, of course, but, you know, the other – they had a series with the Phillies at home, and the one game they lost in the series was, of course, the one I went to. But DeGrom didn't pitch that game, No, did he? it was Scherzer. He pitched really well. Uh, he gave up a run in the in the first, but the score was 2-1, to one, final final score. So he pitched really well, and they wore the black jerseys, which we always talk about, are like Love the them. nicest Mets jerseys they have, no doubt. Um, well, nice, some of the nicest jerseys in baseball. Yeah, I, I, I would agree. I would agree. And I just love City Field. And, and my old teammate, Ryan, who I went to the game with, he's a Yankee fan. And he even came up to me. He's like, dude, I'm going to be honest. Like, City Field is better than the Yankee Stadium. Ooh. And for a, for a Yankee fan to admit that, I was like, okay, all right, you know, I, I'll take that. That's and, a hot take right there. Yeah. That's a vote right there. Yeah. Which one's better? I've never been to either. Yeah, right. right. I've so, been to both. I mean, I, I like City just because I'm biased and I'm a Mets fan, but. I think it is a little bit cheaper just because they're the Mets and not the Yankees. But uh, It's in Queens and not the Bronx. Right, right. So, yeah, it was fun. You know, went to the beach, did a little jet skiing, which was fun. And, uh, you know, it, was, it wasn't it was too hot. I mean, it, we had the hottest day of the year when I was there, but it was like 95. And <laughs> So you didn't escape the hunt. You didn't escape the 110 here. You went yeah. back where it's humid in 95. Yeah, it's humid. So it's 95, <laughs> but it feels like it's 100 with the humidity. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, it was it was fun though. It was fun, but you know I'm glad to be back and uh, getting back into the swing of things. You know we got football coming up and uh, baseball's in the swing of it right now, literally. Um, so we'll talk about that first. The Mariners. What, what do you say we actually jump into your bets and start oh, the topic to, yeah, with them? Yeah, 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 we're, yeah, yeah we always sure. we always know we're going to go to Mariners. That's yeah. kind of a gimme here. Seattle sports, Northwest stuff here. So what's your take on the Mets? They're what two games ahead of the two the games Braves? ahead as of right now. The Braves just keep winning. You know I think they had a series with the Astros last, if I'm not mistaken. I think they won two out of three of, uh, against them, which no one does. Right, so of course they do, and uh, you know it's. I'm starting to get a little bit of 2007 vibes here. Like it, you know, that's when the that's when the the Mets had the lead all the way up until the final day of the season, and they gave it up, didn't make the playoffs because there wasn't an expanded wild card. And you know, I'm I'm really starting to get that vibe right now. Like I know, you know, I'm not trying to say the season's over because I think they'll make a wild card even if they don't, you know, uh, win the division. But you want to win the division, yeah. You know, you want to get that home that home field home game. Yeah, and and Alonso's been struggling, Lindor's been struggling. You know, McNeil's been playing great, but you know their big boys aren't playing really well right now. You know, they've lost two to the Yankees in the series that they've uh, they're playing with them, and Aaron Judge is obviously hitting bombs again and. The Yankees were so bad to, you know, kick off after the All-Star break. Now they're starting to get their groove. And I think maybe the Mets kind of ran into a buzzsaw a little bit with the Yankees. But uh, they, they got to get their their pitching better. Um, you know, Scherzer and DeGrom are going to be there. But the other guys, Taiwan Walker, Trevor Williams, like they have to step up. And, it matters what Taiwan shows up. <laughs> yeah, as you know. I mean, he was on oh, a Mariner. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. He was a Mariner, right? He was a Mariner. We yeah. traded him to Arizona for the Hanniger deal. Oh, okay, okay. Got you, got you. Yeah, so he's got to step up and... It's going to be a tight race. I I think it's literally going to be two or one or two games at the end of the year. I do. I think the Mets are going to win the division because I think they've 
come this far. They really can't screw it up now, you know, and especially Steve Cohen being the owner. I mean, he, he demands uh, excellence and success, which I like. Uh, you know, he's, he's spending money. He said, I'll spend right. money to win. So. Yeah, he spent a lot of money to do it. So uh, we'll see. But, you know, even the Phillies, I mean, they're not they're 10 games back, but I mean, they're in the, the wild card race, too. So yeah, the NL East is besides the Nationals and the, and the Marlins are, are they're 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 looking pretty good. One of the toughest divisions in, in baseball this year. Yeah. And I mean, I think the Mets will make it. I think yeah. they'll pull ahead. Um, I haven't checked their their strength of schedule uh, yet, but yeah. I mean, there's a little over a month left. There's still what, uh, like 40 games left for the season, I mm-hmm. think, total for all teams. Because um, most teams have double headers right now, going into it and all that. So right. end of the season, but I I think they'll pull it out. I think they'll pull it out just for the fact that the, it's it's not the 07 Phillies. I mean, sure, sure, it, sure, it, yeah. it, Harper's out right now too, isn't he? Still, yeah, Harper's he hit, out. He hit two and, bombs at uh, in Lehigh Valley last night. He's you know and during doing his rehab assignment, but yeah, he's not back yet. So so yeah. he's not back. I think right now they just got to get that push. Degrom's not a hundred percent. I think when you have that one two with Degrom, right? I think you'll be fine as long as you can get in the playoffs. If you're the Mets, because we talked about it recently, I think our last episode, which a couple weeks ago, starting pitching is what kind of wins you playoff games. Yeah. You've seen it with like Madison Bumgarner in yes. 15 with the Giants. You've seen it with, um, even in the past, like the 2001 Diamondbacks. The reason they won was starting pitching with Sherling and and Randy Johnson that year. They beat the Yankees in mm-hmm. seven. I mean, yep. if you keep you keep looking back, the great teams they won because they won like one nothing, two one games because a starter went the full, the full length of the game, eight right, nine right. innings, and then they just brought the closer in. So. In that sense, if they can do that, and you can have to, uh, pretty much DeGrom and Scherzer pitch, uh, say, three out of five games in a five-game series, which starts off the playoffs, and then you get to a seven-game, I mean, they could each of them could pitch four or five out of the seven, possibly right. six, depending how their arms are feeling, and they can go the length, and you got Edwin Diaz coming in, Mr. Mr. Trumpet's yeah, player. So how, the, how was yeah, that, by the that way? that was crazy, man. Like, everybody stood up. Everybody was cheering. I mean, it wasn't a full house, but it was close. And uh, boy, it was. Uh, I should have taken a video of it. I just didn't think of it at the time. But we were all standing up and clapping. You're in the moment. In the moment, and it was. And he pitched great. You know, uh, he didn't give up a run, and uh, he's really the real deal, as you know, being a Mariners fan. He was a real deal. In, real in deal. And then it's funny. The year we traded him for that for to get rid of Cano's contract. Yeah. He had it down year, so we're like, yeah, yeah we won the he did. Tr- yeah. We won the trade, and then yeah. you look, and it's like, oh, he's. Top three closer in baseball right now. Right. But with the Mariners, for we to them to keep a Mets, I think Munoz will step in mm. and be that closer once he gets a little bit more. I wouldn't say, because there's no system to learn. I just think it's more like, all right, where are you at without any pressure before we throw you into like a, a main closer for right. the Mariners? But the Mets, I, I don't, I see them, I don't see them not making the playoffs at all, but I don't see them also losing the division either. I hope so. And so, yeah. I mean, I like the Mets. I'm a David Wright fan. You know, <laughs> yeah, I was of course. Big, Big Carlos Beltran, a David Wright fan in that era, and I liked Grom and Thor Syndergaard before he left, and so um, yeah. Actually, do you think he comes back next year? Could be. Is that? Do you think that's a possibility? Yeah, I, mean, I would love it if he stays. He healthy. cashed out. He yeah. cashed out. It went to L.A. for one year. They gave him a little tribute during the game I went to because it was the first game of the series. He got traded to the Phillies, mm. and they actually gave him a little cheering set. You know, it was pretty. You know, so obviously they still like him. Yeah. You know, this fans still like him. So, yeah. so uh, maybe. I mean, if you throw him in that rotation with, uh, if sure, because Scherzer, on a two year deal, right? I believe so. Bring him back into Grom, and that, that's a one, two, three. I don't think you could. And then yeah. Diaz in the, in the bullpen. I mean, yeah. that's, that's something you can't, you can't beat that. No, right? I, I agree. On paper, you can't beat, to beat. That, at least, Yeah, so. no, definitely not. No, no. But no, no I, I don't see that. I don't see them not making the playoffs, but I also don't see them losing the East. Okay. I, I think they're going to get hot. I think when DeGrom does get healthy, I, I just don't see them because if it's t- what 2019 Degrom when he was yeah. th- like had a sub one ERA, it was like 0. 0.76. I yeah. mean, 
and then Scherzer to back that up. Yeah. Scherzer's like 37, isn't yeah, he? That's like, the crazy thing. He, him and Verlander are just getting better with age, you know? I mean, it's it's kind of crazy to see that. Cra- crazy was the Tigers had those two, like, right yeah. in their prime, too, before they traded them off. And it's just like, Man. they didn't even win. With Miguel Cabrera on the yes, team. Yes, I know. Just, somehow just they like, didn't I, win a World Series. They got there, but somehow they didn't win a World they Series. They had those two and Triple Crown MVP winner Miguel Cabrera, and they still couldn't win a chip but yeah that's detroit sports for you yeah, what, can, what can say. you say <laughs> but what do you say we roll the mariners real yeah let's quick. do it so let's do it so what they thoughts, just man? lost today oh, they just lost to the three nationals? to the nationals Ugh. um two run shot so julio tied it up in the eighth today we're recording this on the 24th kobe bryant day yeah shout out yep kobe of course. um Rest so julio they were down one julio came up hit a one headed run run shot tied it up in the bottom of the eighth uh vargas came up for the nats and uh, hit a two-run shot and so damn. put them up but um, Suarez got on base, so I'm just kind of recapping real quick the ending. Literally, we're recording like right after the ending of the game. Suarez got on with the leadoff double and then two straight outs, and then Cal Raleigh came up and hit one literally the warning track dead center. Like, like a little bit more oomph behind it, it goes out. And uh. we have a tie game. They're probably in extras right now. And so it's just, but I mean, the Mariners, they're rolling. I mean, they're winning series. They need to win. They're at least splitting series. They're not losing. The last series they lost was just, I think it was the, was it the Athletics. Yeah. And it's just like, those are the series you have to win. Oh, yeah. But they have, I think they have the easiest schedule. I know it's like the first or second easiest schedule to end the season. And they're right there. But the right, um, they're going to fall back depending how the outcome is for the rest of the games tonight and in tomorrow. Um, they're right there in the the top three of the wild card. Mm-hmm. So I, I think don't they're s- tied for the second right now. If I they were tied, I think they were tied for first across oh, okay. the board. But then they just lost because everyone won yesterday that needed to lose for the Mariners to jump them to be number one again. So they're kind of flirting with one and three. I don't see them not getting a wild card. I agree because, like I've said before in the past, the East, the AL East, is about to beat each other up. Yeah, and the Blue Jays and the Rays are above. I think they both play each other two more. And two really, more series, and then they still got to play Boston and the Orioles right. and the Yankees, and the Yankees are trying to get out of a slump. Yeah, I don't trust the Orioles. I mean, I think they're too young, and I know they're having. I think they're really having a great year that nobody expected. But I, I, I don't think they're going to jump the Mariners. I, I, don't I, I don't think the Orioles will give it a couple years. They got the Jackson Holiday, Matt Holiday, yeah. coming up, and then Carter Young here, Sela alum and Vandy, Vandy alum. He, they got a steal from him in the seventeenth round, mm-hmm. and so I, I think they'll be up and coming a couple years. I, I'll see them. I don't think they're going to be like title winners. I just see it more like that, that like that uh, Chris Davis, Pac-Man Jones. I was like, they were winning 93, 95 games, mm-hmm. but yeah, there's other teams that were better, like yeah. the Astros or right. the White Sox. So someone in another division was just better than them, even when they were winning the AL East. So I, I just see the Mariners, they're not going to beat Houston. They're not going to jump them. But the good thing is they don't have to play Houston the rest of the year. Oh, great. It's okay. athletics. I think they have another series with the Angels. And they close out with like the Athletics and Rangers, so it's the the end to end the season at yeah, home, looking good. And so I'm actually going to the game Friday for my dad's birthday. So they play the Guardians. Yes, that'll be a good one because I think the Guardians are in first right now in the Central. Yeah, they got Bieber pitching that day too. And so Bieber's pitching. I think Logan um, Gilbert. I think is pitching. Gilbert's. Yeah, we yeah. looked up. I'm like, come on, Castillo. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> and so, but Gilbert's good. Um, I'm excited to go back to the game. It's been a while, um, but it's going to be the atmosphere. It's going to be a Friday night. So if they're playing a playoff team. So this this is that game where it's like, okay, you got to win against the Athletics. Yeah, no, no doubt. Me, but, no you, doubt. But, you have to, but you have to beat these teams you're going to see in the playoffs. So like the Guardians. the I don't think they played anyone in the AL East the rest of the year. Like mm. they have the Padres coming up. Um, the Padres are kind of falling apart sl- slowly in front of our eyes. Hater, who's the second best closer they traded for, just they're like, yeah, you're not our closer anymore. You're being demoted to other duties in the bullpen. Yeah, Soto's been... Soto, but not the Soto they wanted at the trade right. deadline to make that push. And then Tatis getting suspended. I mean, 
That's I, disappointing. Man. I think it's crazy. We can jump into Padres. I don't. Yeah. I just don't see the Mariners not no, not agree. making the playoffs this year. I, I, I think the drought ends, and I think if they can play the Yankees because they just beat the Yankees like two out of the last three series they played them. So in New York and in, in Seattle. So if they can if they can play anyone but Houston, yeah, right. past the wild cards, I, I think they will beat the Blue Jays. They will beat the Rays. Whoever they have to play in the wild card or the Guardians. But if they can play the Yankees, so if they get that, they can take the top wild card spot. I think they can at least make the ALCS because I just don't see anyone in the Central or hmm. the Yankees that can go seven with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Houston can. Houston's like, well, pitch Verlander seven straight days. He, right. He's a Terminator. He, you know, he doesn't need to rest. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. He literally but, doesn't. But all jokes, I think I think they'll claim the top wild card spot just because the two teams ahead of them, the Rays and the Blue Jays, have to play the AL East to get in. And every team in that in that conference in that or excuse me division yeah. is trying to get a spot. And there's only three available. Yeah, right, right. Because I don't see it. None of them are going to catch the Yankees, so there's only the wild card spot. And, like and said, so they're just going to just keep knocking each yeah, other. Yeah, there you go. And the managers are going to kind of, I just kind of ride it out, and then they're going to just jump in front and get that top spot. And they get that top spot, then they don't, minimum they have to play the Astros, the ALCS. Mm-hmm. I think the Astros will win the one seed. Yeah. I mean, that the way I, they're yeah. rolling and cruising, the Yankees have kind of slipped after the all-star break, kind of fell Big off time. the wagon, so it's yeah. kind of. I don't see it being like a throwaway now, but it's like the Yankees are trying to figure things out again, getting healthy, where Houston's like, we're, we have no problems. We got to think, too, the, the Yankees have a lot of old guys, you know what I mean? Besides, like, Torres and Oswaldo Cabrera, you know, man, Hicks is a little young, but, you know, like Rizzo and, and Judge is getting older, Stan's hurt again, Cole is terrible, he's been terrible lately, Gary yeah. So I think, yeah, I think you're right. I, I think if, if the they catch a hot Mariners team, they got a shot of losing, no doubt. Especially with Castillo coming in, because Castillo yeah. proved. I think he played the. He was against the Yankees one of his first starts with yes. the Mariners, and yeah. he won one to nothing. I think it was, if I remember correctly. And so, I just that Castillo, the Jordan Mason called it. I was like, I was like, you think? Like, remember, you think so? You think they'll make that push? And they gave up prospects, but not as much as like what happened for Soto. And Castillo's yeah. making more of an impact than Soto is. And so, like sure. that was that missing link. And the the bullpen, uh, Los Bomberos <laughs> for the Mariners. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I like it, but they're they're one of the best bullpens. And I think with with those with that starting the first three with Ray Castillo and Gilbert, and then whatever Marco shows up. But if you get in a rotation with those three, I mean, that's kind of what like that that three headed monster you want in your bullpen going yeah. into playoff baseball. Because then once that happens, I just see adrenaline kicking in with like the guys like Julio and Raleigh. In France, and France is coming back from that elbow injury, so he's kind of hasn't been himself since then. So he's kind of trying to get like back in the groove of things. His batting average has slumped, as so as his numbers, but but Handy's waking up. He's mm. back. He's healthy. I mean, depending on when whatever Lewis shows up, but I think they're going to ride the young guys this one. I think, and, and I think JP's hungry to see a playoff appearance. You know, all these guys are, and and once they make it in, I, I was telling I was telling our boss Lori, I said Ryan and I are going to use media credentials, and probably Todd. And probably Justin, you know, we're all going to use our credentials and go to the Mariners play. Yeah, that'd game. be great. I mean, there's no way I'm not going. <laughs> right, right. Of I mean, dude, even if I don't get in the stadium, I'm going to be outside of the stadium. 21 years. I mean, there. Yeah. come on. Yeah, you got to go. I know. It's ending, and this is, and that's just a push for the years to come. Right. Sure. And so, and I don't see Castile leaving after two years. I think they'll be like, hey, you know, you're, he'll be like 32, 33. Let's do, let's do like a two and one. Uh, three and one, something like that, kind of like those. Those. Well, we're gonna pay you well, but just short term mm-hmm. because you are getting older as a starting pitcher. Right, but right. If you can keep him and Ray in there and Gilbert and get these young bucks coming up, I mean, they got a bright future. That, that, no, it'll be do. one of the best. It'll be one of the best starting lot, uh, yeah. not starting lineups, but the one of the top rotations and then the bullpen. And they said they have the best one. They'll have the best starting rotation. Um, 
who was it? Um, Passan and um, oh, guy with the funny laugh on ESPN. Why am I oh, saying Tim Kirkchen? Tim Kirkchen. Uh, I almost said chef. I'm like, no, that's football. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Kirkchen. They were saying they're like, watch out for the Mar- Like they were talking about like prospects on ESPN the other day. And they were like, if you're talking prospects, even they traded a little bit during the deadline, but watch out for the the Mariners' pitching rotation coming up because that's just what we then stock it up and and pitching wins you games because they're the oh, guys yeah. that have the it's like the quarterback they're the guy that has the ball ninety percent of the time they're there the one go. that can control an outcome of a game and so right, right. they get that and they get those young bucks up there with that veteran presence like we've talked about get the young talent but have that good just veteran presence around it to kind of be like. Hey, it's one game. Like yeah. you look for, we're ready for playoff baseball. Yeah, don't let this. Don't get in your head. We're in the hunt. We're gonna make it. Just get that mindset away. Let's do it. You know. And yeah. so I think wild card are best out of three now, aren't they? Yep, three. Yeah. So yep. right there, you usually have a one, two, three. Yeah. You want to win in two though. You you don't want to go any more extra games. But that's all I got for the Mariners, man. Unless you want to add something. No, I, I think everything you said was legit and true, and I think they have a bright future, no doubt about it. Not only to this year, but. Going forward, like you going said. Going forward. I, and I think, I know I said this year World Series. Anything can happen when you make yeah, the playoffs. Yeah, that's ex- what I'm saying. Especially yeah. with that Castillo addition. I just I just think the Astros are the team that come out of the AL this I year. I, I was saying Yankees because it's just like judges on pace for like 100 home runs. Yeah. To exaggerate it a little bit, Stanton was smashing the ball. Cole was Cy Young Cole with Houston, you know, the before he signed that code for. He's Mr. $300 million man. I mean, mm-hmm. they were looking like, okay, this is. Uh, Aaron Boone wanted his job, and Judge wants to get paid, and and Judge is still producing. But the Yankees are kind of everything else isn't falling oh, in yeah. place is the problem no, they, in, in the Bronx. Besides these past two games with the Mets, they've played terrible. And you know you got Aaron Boone what, like five out of the and, last like twelve or something yeah. like that, something like that, like five out of fifty or some some whatever their record. I know it's like five or six wins mm-hmm. out of whatever since the All Star break, and it's just like that can't happen. No. It's, it's one of the worst starts to especially to for a team a like the Yankees, you know what I yeah. mean? Like Well, they expect excellence. Well, I don't know if you saw, but they retired Paul O'Neill's jersey the other day and they were okay. bo- they were booing during the ceremony, not booing Paul O'Neill, but booing Brian Cashman and Hal Steinbrenner. <laughs> like you got you're booing. It's like you, you think like Paul O'Neill's probably like, "Why are they booing me?" Like, no, Paul O'Neill's a Yankee great. Yeah, and he was yeah, on those yeah. teams that upset the Mariners all those I years. Know, yeah. And so, but I mean, he's a Yankee great, yeah. you know, and it's just he's a part of a team where would he have done that with another team? Probably not. No, but no, yeah, he was right, a, he was in the right. Bronx, so that it is what it is. Yeah. Good ball player, but it, it would he wouldn't have been Paul O'Neill the Yankees if he was on like I agree the Mariners. Well, maybe the Mariners team that year, but like the Royals, right, right, all that. But because right. because it's the Yankees, you know. But I think the Mariners they'll I think they'll snag that to end it to snag that top wild card spot, and you throw Castillo game one. There you you say, hey Ray, we know you paid you, but. We need, this yeah. is why we traded for Castillo. We need him because you need your best pitcher, who at this point is Castillo, even over Ray, to go against the ace, number one. So if you're facing, um, say, Toronto, who's their, who's their ace up there right now? Um, um, he pitched in the All-Star Manoa, game. Manoa, right? Manoa, yeah. I can never I forgot pronounce it. Manoa. If you play the Blue Jays or you play, say, uh, the Guardians, you're you're going to have Castillo face Bieber. You know, right. you're going to go ace to ace. Right, right. And know, okay, he's probably only going to give up maybe one, if not no runs. Yeah. And then you just need Julio to smack a bomb and you can win right. a game. Right. You yeah, they, I'm telling and you, so, man. Baseball is that one sport where I never, I'm like, oh, man, like, it's a given. Like, in basketball, you kind of knew, like, yeah, the Warriors were going to make it. The, for years, it was the Warriors and Cavaliers. But with baseball, you never know. Once you get into the tournament, you never know. Last um, year's Braves, you know. for instance. There you go. They won yeah. 88 games. They had the worst winning, the worst, worst winning percentage and the least amount of wins 
to go into the playoff with like 88, I think yeah. it was. And everyone else was pushing like mid 90s to 100. And somehow they still won the division. And, and won the division <laughs> and won the World Series. Yeah, so right, I, right. I mean, just anything happened in, in playoff baseball. That's right. That's right. Well, speaking of a team that wants to make the playoffs, you know, we mentioned the Padres. Well, and our MLB talk with them. What a horrible week they had, or two weeks. I mean, you mentioned the Tatis suspension, 80 games for uh, a banned substance that he took. Didn't know that was in it, but he uh, said he took it for ringworm. I say it was ringworm, wasn't it? He said, yeah. and he popped with something. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, I yeah. mean, did you? Where did you get it? Because if it was, if you got it prescribed to you, he would have been fine. They'd be like, yeah, I prescribed it. It has right. this. They'd be like, okay. That's right. why they would have been like, okay. Yeah. And so. <laughs> It, but is it like one of those situations where you got to know what you're putting into your body? I, I think so. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. But it's just like if you went went to the doctor for it, right? And right. had it prescribed, they'd been like, "Okay, do you have an alternative? Because this will show up yeah, on the test." Right. It's just he went obviously off off the franchise or whatever, you know, off the medical doctor for the staff, and, yeah. and went his own route, and he popped, and so and, he, and he's owning up to it. He's like, "Yeah, I messed up, he whatever." Did. Eighty games, yeah. so and he's also getting sh- shoulder surgery as well. He announced that yesterday, again, isn't it? Yeah, so well, oh, he's boy. cashed out. So I mean, he's, million? he's guaranteed yeah, three hundred million. Well, maybe after the suspension, like two hundred and two hundred like ninety five million. Right, but right. still, but still, you know. <laughs> I'll but, take that. You know? But no, it's just it's just crazy how like you see you see it with stars like these young stars, and that's why they have the arbitration period. Oh, okay. And so it, it I hate to use it as an example, but it's just like. This is why franchises literally wait until you're in your seventh or sixth year of your arbitration. I see. Until you're older where they cheat. Like the Kellenic instance where oh, right. they kept for his service time. They start it later so they don't have to pay you till later. So it's not $300 million contracts. It's 160, which gotcha. is still a lot of money, oh, sure. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not $300 million. You could Like Tatis is what, 23? Yeah. So they signed him for the next 10 years or whatever it was. Yep. 10, 15 years, 10 yep. years. 10 years. And yeah. he's going to be 33 and he can make another big contract for six years after that. So it's wow, one of those. man. It was a win for him. It was a win for the Padres, knowing they were going to get him at a discount because you know Soto's going to command probably oh, four to five hundred. Sure. Oh yeah, in the off season. Oh and yeah. So, um, like Bryce was even like saying, "I want five hundred. He didn't get it, but like that was his number. And then he got three thirty. So right. it's just like and Trout, we got he got four hundred. I think or so. something yeah. like that. So around five, like, actually, I think. So it's just like if you're a star player, you're gonna get in that couple hundred million dollar range. Yeah, and that's what Judge wants coming up. He uh, he will not take what he's he's twenty nine thirty going into the end of this year. I think he's. I think he just. He turns thirty at the end of this year. You know he's going to command a minimum six year contract, sure. six seven years. Sure. If if someone wants to sign him for ten, he'll take that ten year three hundred. But he's not going to drop below three. Right. Right. Pretty well, much he's going to. It's pretty much he's going to ask for a salary around like thirty three to thirty five million minimum, or extend it for x amount of years. But well, you talk about the Padres, man. I mean, like they have three of the top ten players in the league with. Uh, Manny Machado. Well, like I, obviously they don't have uh, Tatis anymore. So two of the best top ten still, players teams would kill for that, right? So I mean they have Soto now. I mean they made all these big moves, and like you said with the closer as well, and they're on the fringe of not making the playoffs. So it's like, I and mean, what was my hot take? They, at they the trade not, deadline, they would not make the they playoffs. They would not make the playoffs, yeah. and that was before ever. I didn't see this kind of collapse happening, but yeah. I think they're a game and a half ahead of the Brewers. Yes, yes, and Which that is NL much. Central isn't tough. Right. I mean, it just, it just matters how many times they have to play the Cardinals. But after that, it's like, who do they got to play? Yeah. Because the they still got to play. It's like the Padres. You still got to play the whole the whole NL West. Yeah. The Dodgers are going to beat you. They're going to beat you up. Right. I mean, the Rockies and the Giants get are starting to get hot too. And the Giants are getting hot too. And they're yeah. only like maybe five, six games back. Which in baseball, that's doable. That's doable in yeah. baseball, just depending how good you're doing. And and so I think the Brewers will sneak in. I think the Padres are going to fall out. 
And I mean, I was saying that beforehand. I was like, I was like, they're gonna do this trade, and they're not gonna make it. You know how they, you know, well, for the Cougars, we cooged it Uh-oh. here for college football. <laughs> well, they're about to coog it in the Padres' land. <laughs> the they're, Padre, they're gonna it, make you know? this big move, and they're not gonna make it. And Soto's a free agent this year, oh, so he's gonna. Boy. Is it? I think next year, two after year, next yeah. year. Yeah, no, that's yeah. right. After next year, so correct. Yeah. If it doesn't work out, you could flip them again, but then it's just like you're not gonna get the same amount. You you don't know. Come, but it's it's just like. You swung and you missed if you don't make the playoffs. Wow. I mean, could you imagine the Dodgers? Like, the Dodgers making every splash they've made, they've, they won a World Series out of it, they made a World Series or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it would be unacceptable. They're, they're trying to be the Do- they're trying to compete with, with La La Land, is what's happening in, right. with the Dodgers, and they can't. No. And so it's just like, you're going to, like I said, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. It's yeah, a, I'm they're starting they're to agree still with you. about half. <laughs> Half, I'm starting month to agree and a half left, and yeah, they're not gonna yeah. they're not gonna make it. Because the Brewers and Cardinals they're they're battling right now, and you know the Brewers at least want to get a wild card. So yeah, it's it's man, you just have those players, and you still can't make the playoffs. It's like well, the it's Angels. crazy. They traded for Josh Hader. Yeah, right. You they literally swap with the Brewers um, closers, closers yeah. and now they're like he's been like killing it, not in a good way with the Padres. Right now, they're maybe it's so good on the Brewers. Maybe, maybe it's just the move. You know, you see that where guys just leave and get to a different. Well, I would love to go climate. from Milwaukee to San Diego. Oh, 100 <laughs> percent. You know me. I'm like, if I was a pro athlete, yeah. I, I would take a pay cut to be in a warm climate. Sure, yeah, you would yeah, not yeah. catch me in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. <laughs> but the I, it could just be the culture, yeah, the atmosphere, the change of everything, maybe the pressure, you know, the pressure, you yeah. know. And so she, he is in Southern Cal now, so there's more press and publicity than there oh, would be in sure, milwaukee sure. yeah you're right so maybe there's pressure i don't maybe it's the franchise you you don't know yeah. so it's just like but he went from the second best closer to who knows what and they're like you're not even our closer anymore you're demoted and we're just gonna use you however we need so he doesn't even have a title and it's just like Ugh. you traded you traded you just swapped the number one rank the first and second best closer you pretty much just swap those two around for whatever deal and then you're just demoting him it's like just Okay, maybe don't put him in closing situations, but like we're gonna make you a setup, and then when you're comfortable, be the closer. Yeah. But it's just like, I don't know. I I don't get paid to make these decisions. I I could care less what happens to the Padres. I'm just focused on the Mariners right now, making a playoff. Yeah. Push. That's, <laughs> that, that's focus me. Focus on that. That's you know? me. It's been 21 years. We're focusing on that. We want to get that 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 uh, not curse, but you know that uh, 21 year thing lifted for sure. So we don't have to talk about it anymore. Oh, God. You know I mean? And it's just like when when you see that, it's like. That's worse than the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, that's worse than the Cleveland Browns. And it's and I, I I was talking with just Justin about that here at work and Todd. I was like, dude, is like we're worse than the Browns. And the sh- and the shitty thing is, is like we've had gr- good teams during this during this twenty one year run year. too. Yeah. The Cano era wasn't bad, right? It's just like the the Jose Batista Blue Jays and R A Dickey just like, hey, we're gonna win eighty seven wins, we're gonna eighty seven and make the playoffs, yeah. and then the Mariners have eighty six. It was just like during that that time period yeah. where the Athletics were. Uh, who was on that team that year? Was Simeon on the team? The first year Cano was there in fourteen. I remember because I went to the last game of the season. It was a it was a one o'clock pitch. It was, was a one o'clock. Was John pitch. Lester on that team? On the, the on the A's, he might have been. Yeah. He might have been in fourteen. And then Chris Davis was Chris Davis, not yep. te- yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. And so yeah, they had that, and then they were a half game back. So the Mariners won, and then the A's had to lose, and then they and then the Mariners would have been in, or they would have been in like the sudden death wild card before the wild oh, card. Right, to at least right. see if you make the wild card, Ugh. and then the A's won, so we were we were half game out. That's hard. And that was the year with just Robinson Cano and, and Felix. That wasn't even like yeah. Nelson Cruz, and it's like they got worse. The more players they brought out with Nelson Cruz, like Seager was on the team, of course. He was he's been a Mariner all the way up. So it's like you had you had Cruz, you had Cano. I don't even remember who the shortstop was that year. 
But like outfield, I remember, like, I don't even remember really much about that team. I just remember that was the first year with Cano and like Felix mm. and I think Taiwan Walker. Right. Or right, right. was it Walker? I, I can't remember who was in the rotation, but like that was just a weird year, but they still, they still made it. I, was Smoke still on the team? Justin Smoke. Or wow. Morrison. So one of those guys was still like first base and it was, it, it was just a weird, like, Zunino was on the squad. Yeah, Zunino, Zunino was the catcher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember, like, this whole, <laughs> this lineup. Right field, that's, this is before Ichiro even came back. But I totally get the point you're trying to make, is that they've been so close. Yeah. Oh, um, Kendris Morales was on the team. Oh, Kendris Morales. I think Kendris Morales was on the team. I think he was just a DH, first yeah. base, depending. Um, but, yeah, I think that's really, I'm trying to just remember names. Like, that was a weird year, but we were a half game out, and we're like, okay, you know, Robinson Cano, he spent 240 on him. Yeah, we're going to. We're spending money. We're going to do it. And then we bring Cruz over. And then some other guy that we trade for, like Gene Segura, two years after. And it's just like, we got worse. <laughs> it's just like we went backwards when we spent money and made these trades. And yeah. it's just like, that's what scared me. We were making trades at the deadline. I'm like, oh, God, I hope Castillo pans out. And he's been he's been panning out. Uh, good. We're fine well, with Castillo. Finally but, get, get but, some good luck. But that's know? all I got for baseball I could think of. I mean, trade, trade deadline's over. Yeah. To you're kind of seeing what teams are trying to push and all that, and so yep. it's just that I just keep an eye out on the AL wild card. Oh yeah, that's gonna be the AL East, and then the Mariners just trying to kind of just cruise on by those teams beating each other up, and so that's all I got. For, that's all I got for baseball. That's yeah, same much here. It. Same here. We'll move on to the next biggest topic of the week, of course. Well, I guess cooler heads prevailed. Kevin Durant met with pretty much the Nets core GM John, GM Sean Marks. Coach Steve Nash, um, Joe Sy, the owner of the Brooklyn Nets in L.A. with Rich Klein and his agent and KD. Cooler heads prevailed. It looks like KD is going to stay. Um, you know, I, I think the whole Rudy Gobert trade really screwed up KD's wishes to get traded. But, it, you know, it's just such a strange situation because last week there was reports that KD said, OK, I'll come back if you fire GM Sean Marks and Steve Nash. Maybe they just made that kiss and made up. I don't know, because now all of a sudden he wants to come back. So it's just a very strange situation. Um, you know, I, I do think it's probably the right move because, again, I, I think if you trade KD, he's a superstar. And the team that is trading for him, they the Brooklyn Nets want a superstar back, you know. and I, I just or, dra- or a bunch of draft picks. A bunch picks. of draft picks, and they just weren't the team's sons. He, Bucks were in it for a little bit. The Nuggets, uh, you know. The Celtics, I mean, they just weren't willing to give up their superstars or that many draft picks. So I think KD is, he had no leverage, you know, and, and I think. Um, and he tried to pull that leverage, like, I'm your superstar player. Right? Yeah, yeah, he but did. He did. I'm telling you right now, you know, you know, the the Nets were like, fuck, when, yeah. the, when the Timberwolves traded all that for for Rudy Gobert. Know, for Rudy Gobert. For players and what, seven draft picks or something like that? Something it was like something that. insane. Yeah. It's like, and first round draft picks. It's that. Like, you, you think Rudy Gobert is going to. Push you past the seventh seed in no, the West. They no. they may not even make the playoffs I this agree. year, even with that trade. It's yeah, just, yeah, it's just insane. But like, I just and so when that happened, you know, the Nets are like, we're not taking, we're not taking less than than um ten first rounds for KD. Yeah, if Gobert went for seven or whatever it was, mm-hmm. we're taking your next decade's worth. Yeah, I agree. Or, or it yeah. wouldn't be the next decade; it would be ten draft picks. But it'd be like, it's every other year, if I remember right. You can't trade back to back to back to back. Oh, to I didn't know picks. that. Oh, okay. It's every other. Yeah, because there's this weird thing with like the Pelicans when they traded for 80. Oh, it's probably in the, the CBA. Lakers. They, they, yeah. It's in the CBA where yeah. it has to be like every other year. Right. So you can't trade them to the same team. Like, gotcha, back to gotcha. back to back. So you can't trade 10 okay. straight. All right. So it would just alternate picks for the next 10 years. Yeah. Where it's just like, no, 
Like if yeah. if, if, if I'm a, if I'm a GM, I'm like, no, you're you're high. Yeah. If you think I'm trading you? I'm sorry. I don't know if they're smoking in Minnesota, but you're not getting ten picks for KD. Well, yeah, and these teams would have had to gut their rosters, and it would have been like remember when LeBron and and Wade and Bosch went to the team? You know, they signed all these these veterans and and uh, minimum. Wage veterans like um oh man uh I can't think of the names but well like guys like Mike Bibby and uh you know James Posey and and Chris Eddie House Chris Anderson uh, Haslam took his pay cuts Joel to Anthony that's what I was thinking of jo- yeah Haslam Joel Anthony I totally forgot about that you know name. <laughs> so they and they had to sign you know these guys because their roster was just gutted because they had to get those three guys LeBron Wade and Bosch. Ray Allen Ray Allen for sure you know um Norris Cole I mean it, you know. It, I mean, they drafted him. Yeah, they did. They did draft North I don't know, like Cleveland right. State or yeah, something Cleveland like that? Yeah, Cleveland State, yes, yes. And then yes. Mario Chalmers came from Kansas. Yes, he did. Yeah, that's true. But once he called LeBron out, he's like, no, you're the star player. You pick it up. I saw yeah. a thing on that. He was like, cut. Out of here. Out. Yeah, yeah. But, but to, to kind of bounce back on that, to like rebuttal, 2010 through 2014, LeBron was one of the maddest oh, men God. I've ever seen, oh, yeah. man. He was oh, on yeah. a vengeance. He only won two out of four, but still. Right. Teams would have killed for two titles out of that four years. It's like. Sure. You guys are lucky the Mavs beat them in in 2010. Yeah, the first year they were together. 2010 to 2011 because yeah, yeah. that would have been three straight. Man. And then players would have taken more pay cuts to come for oh, that. Oh, for sure. Fourth yeah, straight. you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And no one three-peated since the Lakers. So you know people are like, I want to be a part of history. I want to be part of that four-peat team. That's just, it's just how veterans work. And they've been, right. or guys have been like, I'll take a pay cut. I will take the biggest pay cut to go play in South Beach with a prime LeBron. Yeah. During that era. Yeah. And so I wasn't a big fan when he left Cleveland, but I was we we've talked about it. I've talked about it with um just some buddies of mine, just big basketball fans. And I was like, 2010 to 2014 LeBron, Miami Heat LeBron era. I mean, I he's one of the greatest players of ever. Yeah. I mean, you could you could throw just that four year <laughs> stint. I mean, and he was he was out for revenge. Like when he dunked on Jason Terry and he stood oh. over him, like he played the villain. He's like, You guys wanted a villain, you got it. Yeah. I'm pissed and I'm going for titles. Yeah, and and yeah. he and he did. And I mean, he, he just he always had that mad mean look too. He was like, you know he was having fun living in South Beach and all that, but no one touched two thousand ten on LeBron yeah. for that four year stint. But then he made what, like eight straight finals? Yeah. Eight between straight. there and Cleveland. Mm-hmm. So it's just Oh no. I, just imagine if that if he was with the Heat earlier oh god just think you know yeah <laughs> he would have more no doubt yeah yeah so he would it's have more just, rings. but just with that that's just where uh personalities clash with him and riley riley's like no this is my team you don't run the show mm-hmm. and then dan gilbert and cleveland's like well we still hate each other but can you at least <laughs> you try and win back. us a title you can come back run the team whatever <laughs> yeah. I, I just think it's there it just i think that kind of shows joe Sai, what that's the owner of the nets Correct. he was He's like, I'm not firing Nash. I'm not firing anyone. Yeah, give, you, give you him credit. You signed an yeah. extension. Give him credit. Yeah. He said, you signed an extension. They didn't back down. You wanted Kyrie. Mm-hmm. You wanted me to trade for Simmons. Thank you. You agreed to the signing of Steve Nash. Yes. You yes. reap what you sow, dude. Yes, That's what, I pretty agree. much what he said. And I think, and I, I'm for players kind of like. Mobility. Mobility and getting paid. It's, but it's like. Not only did you sign there, you signed another four-year, $198 million extension. extension. Yeah, right. There are worse places to be than Brooklyn, New York at $198 for four years, especially when you only played 20 years because you hurt or 20 games because you hurt your foot. Mm-hmm. So it's like, <laughs> it's, it's just like. He's you know, living pretty you know, great. I, you're, he's fine. And, and we talked about it yesterday. KD is that guy. I, I, don't, I don't like, and we talked about it. You can, you can um, kind of add on to this, but we talked about it yesterday where. Katie's that guy. Like he did it without Kyrie a couple years ago, and literally an inch. If his mm-hmm. foot, if yeah. his foot was a half size smaller, yeah, right. They're <laughs> playing in the finals and not the Bucks. That's correct. And that was a KD led team with, with um, 
Joe Harris. Joe Harris was healthy and he had a good series, but it's mm-hmm. like there's no Kyrie. I'm not, I'm nope. not even going to count Ben Simmons when he comes. And Harden was hurt. He wasn't. He played. Hard. He was playing hurt. Yeah, Harden was hurt, yeah. and it was just like if you had if you had an eighty percent Harden, they win that series. I agree. And I'm not taking anything from the Bucks, mm-hmm. but that just showed what Kate did. He dropped like forty nine that night, or almost fifty that night. Like yeah. he was close to fifty. It's like Incredible. he went out. And he's like, "There's nothing more I could have done besides add a smaller foot." That's literally what he said. He, I think even Giannis afterwards is like. Yeah, we, we, we got uh, lucky a line on saved us this yeah. one because he sunk that shot. I, I mean, I, I kind of give the Bucks credit because they won in overtime, but still, like, you're right. If his foot was like an inch shorter, it would have literally the, a half size shorter. The, you know, the Hawks aren't beating him. You know what I mean? No, so, oh God, no, yeah, no. They, they would have probably swept them. Like, yeah, I agree. I, th- I think the Bucks had a gentleman sweep, didn't they? Then they go yeah, four and one. They're like, so. yeah. they snagged one in Atlanta, and they're like, yeah. all right, now we're just gonna win three straight. <laughs> You know, yeah, but. I, I'm with you, man. I I just think you know KD's best spot to win, I think, is in Brooklyn. You know, you bring Kyrie back; he's not gonna he's gonna play the whole season, hopefully. And uh, they they got some good guys too. T.J. Warren, mm-hmm. the guy from the Jazz, uh, Royce O'Neal. O'Neal's they, not a bad role player. Yeah, they have some good role players and some good shooters. So if they stay healthy, I you know I, I don't. And when Harris comes back, yeah, they're gonna compete with the Bucks and the Celtics and you know the Sixers. So it's gonna be the East is gonna be real fun next year. And the thing is, Steve Nash is a two-time MVP. He never played for a Finals, but he's one of the mm. greatest floor generals of all time. Yeah, oh yeah. Just listen to him. It just just listen to him. Yeah. Give him a shot because a shot, if, exactly. if Cy didn't didn't think he was a good coach to bring him on to coach superstars, right? Then he wouldn't have brought him on, especially the in Brooklyn. Yeah. In the New York Metropolitan as a first time head coach, yes. you know, with superstars. And it's just like maybe, maybe if you're Kevin Durant, you hold Kyrie more accountable. I know he's kind of sure. like that. Hey, you know, we're gonna you do your thing. I'm staying out of it. Drama. But it's like you stirred the pot this offseason. So now if Kyrie starts his whole shenanigans of this and that and Ben Simmons, and this is not a thing against mental health. But if he still pulls the I'm not ready, dude, you had two years. Mm-hmm. You're ready. And he had that back surgery too. So he, he said you're, he's healthy. You're you're ready. Yeah. Literally a new socks there. He was like, no, I'm playing game four, whatever it was in the playoffs. Oh yeah. I, the, I can't do it. The group text thing. I can't do it. And that pissed KD off. Yeah. He's like, right. shit, we just gave up all this where Harden would have played. You know, yeah. and she's like, We gave up James Harden for this. Like I right. and he wanted Harden. You know, they made that trade. It's just Harden was just never healthy. Right, right. With, to, during that Brooklyn stint, but yeah. But I don't know. Like that's not anything to mental health. I you no, know no, no, like no, no. like we talked about. Like if he needs the help, get the help. Yeah. And he settled. It, it, it was just more just like I cashed out. Now I don't want to do anything. And when we talked about it with Ben Simmons, it's he's been coddled since AAU and all the way up and sure. all this. And yeah. Once people are holding him accountable for this, like no, you're the superstar. You need to win these games. You need to make these shots. You can't. Mm-hmm. You need to guard the best player on the on the on the floor. You claim you're a six ten, god ball handler, god scorer. Prove it. Mm-hmm. And the media and the fan. Philly's rough, man. Oh, yeah. I think he would have got away with it if he was, like, in Milwaukee. Right. But you're not going to get away with, it on, with the Phillies no. or in New York. Not, not with the LA. Philly fans? Shit. No, no, no. Like, you think Philly's bad? If he was in L.A. or with the Knicks when that stint happened, oh, he would have. I'm moving back to Australia. Yeah, right. <laughs> he would have been back in Australia because they would have yeah. eaten him alive. I do think he has to play well for the Nets to win a championship. I do. I think he's got to be that key piece, to be honest with you, because you know, they have the two superstars, but there's always that other guy that steps up with these teams, you know, like Draymond with the Warriors yeah. defensively. But um, and he's a great defender. Right, right. Simmons, yeah. So. yeah, for and sure. And great ball handler and great great facilitator, floor general. Yes. If you want to do that, fine, but just just play. Just just play. That's do do, yeah. do something. They're not you're you're the third option now. Right. So there's no pressure. You're making thirty million a year to be the third option. Mm-hmm. It's just like shit. But give give me some give me some knee surgery and I'll be six ten and go play for I'll thirty play for million a couple in the Bronx. Mil- <laughs> uh, dude, I, I'll be crying my way to the locker room, man, but I'll do it. Yeah, no, I hear <laughs> you on that. It's okay. just like 
the the gimmicks up, dude. Like yeah. you, everyone was like, okay, if you, you you step away if you need that. Like yeah. all this, like p- people bash Kyrie. Kyrie's like, no, I'm doing this. When I'm ready, I'll play. And then he finally suited up. Mm-hmm. Then the vaccination thing happened, so he's just like, you know, and he stood by. He's like, if I don't get paid, I don't get paid. That was the difference with Kyrie. He's like, I know I'm not getting paid. Yeah. So that's fine. I'll play it. All this and that. Where Simmons was like, no, I expect to be paid. That was the difference of mm-hmm. it. With or I see with Kyrie. Kyrie's like, hey, if I don't get paid, I don't get paid. But it's my decision, my body, whatever you know. Yeah, and all that. True. Where Simmons yeah. is like. No, I expect to be paid. That was the difference. Yeah, with it's that. a little arrogant. Yeah, yeah, for it's, sure. Uh, it's like no, it's <laughs> like you didn't play, and you're, you know you're going to see it in the new CBA. Yeah, oh yeah, you're going to oh, see it because yeah. of like him yes. and the Kyrie situation. Sure, and even guys like with getting hurt, or it's just like right when they sign these big contracts, and they resting, get hurt and resting, resting. Yeah. like Paul, yeah. not Paul. Paul George actually got hurt. Like Kyrie, or not Kyrie? Excuse me, Kawhi tore his ACL. Yeah. Like, yeah. but rest ma- load management. Load management. Like, did you see like other like guys in the nineties? Like, yeah, we're never load managing. Co- Kobe when he oh, when yeah, he was alive, the, he's like, yeah. he would never catch me load no, managing. If no, I no, if no. I could play, I was on the court. Yeah, and there's not this Kobe, whole thing. No. So yeah. so now it's just like even Shaq bashes it. Yeah, you know, like I, I, I get like. I get it, like, in the past, like, with the older players, like, the Spurs with Ginobili and Parker and and, uh, and Duncan. And Pop. Yeah. Pop would be like, you're not playing. I'm yeah. resting you for the playoffs, and I will pay your fines. The yeah. Spurs like, no, we'll pay your fines. Go home. You're wow. not traveling. That's these. a life, man. Yeah. Was it 2014, the year they beat the – yeah, the last year they beat the Heat. The Heat, yeah. He's like, hey, go rest. Go home. Finish the home series, but you're not traveling these these four games or whatever is on the East Coast. You're going you're gonna to get ready for the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, that was the year they beat the Heat in 14. And mm-hmm. – and they like paid the fine. They, they got fined. They're like, yeah, that's fine. Right. We'll, we'll do it. But we we want them to rest. It's not like them saying like, oh, a little tired today. Yeah. It's not the player's I, choice. I didn't, yeah. I didn't get my four hour nap before my PBJ before the game, so <laughs> right. I can't I can't do it, coach. Yeah. Like they're like, no, go rest. I think yeah. that's the difference. Where like if the franchise is like, no, you're resting. Fine, hundred percent. The guys that cut your checks are like, here you go. But if you're just like, well, I'm just not feeling it today. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. Especially when people pay to see you. And, exactly. You know. And that was one thing, like, Kobe and, like, Jordan, these guys, like, they are like, what if that family dropped all all they had to yeah, come watch me play? That's a if fact. I could suit up, I was suiting sure. up. Sure. Like, before, like, the, his final seasons when he was playing, like, Kobe was pretty much in an ice bath. I know. He was <laughs> tore when, up. When yeah. he was on the sideline. Like, he was injured. You're seeing it look like LeBron. Like, he's wearing the ice on his knees and yeah. all that. Jordan, too. But he, they're like, if I can play, I'm playing. And you're seeing it where... where LeBron, like, because he spends like two million dollars a year on his a body year. alone with yeah. like, like the cryotherapy and all that for for recovery and all that. Like, he's very serious about it, even his off season. So there's nothing against that. Father, father, time is just finally catching up with LeBron. Like you're seeing it, like mm-hmm. not so much in like the vert, but you're seeing it in like the burst of speed. Yeah, the, well, the little the stamina, the yeah. little the little injuries where it's like because he never used oh, to the, get the hurt. hammy. You'd be like, right? Oh, it's it's this. I can still play it through. It's just not 100. percent Where now it's like. 10, 10 games mm-hmm. and that's what's happening now so it's like when he's hurt like lebron's the same way he's the same way like i'm gonna if i can play i'm playing yeah well i like that i like and that so, mentality yeah but da- anthony davis oh, i didn't cut my fingernail right so i'm i'm out i'm out for 14 coach <laughs> yeah I mean, he's uh he's and a then they're streaming man. on twitch that's yeah. the other thing it's like oh i'm I, hurt i can't do this but now i'm gonna go play my video yeah, and i stream I play my games. You know, everyone does. I'm like, what do you want to do in your personal? But in time? that situation, that's it's fine. Not a good look. But you're being paid a hundred x million dollars, twenty million dollars to. This is your job. Right, right. And like, like he, he said, he didn't shoot a basketball for a couple months. I'm like, oh, and people uh, bash him, and then what was it? The next, the next week, he's up at five in the morning yeah, with right. that coach, and it's yeah. just like, it's like, eh, you. And as a Lakers fan, I'm like, you better be out there shooting yeah. that basketball. And yeah. I'm not worried about a shot. AD's a great shooter. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. they need to make that move. Um, 
What's his name? Daryl Ham? Is that his name? Darvin Ham. Darvin Ham. They need to move him. Not him, but as the head coach, they need to move Davis away from being the center. Make him right. a power, a stretch power yes. forward where it's like. Yeah. Because he was a point guard growing up until he shot up 10 inches over a summer. So it's that's like. true. That's why he can shoot and has that athleticism like a guard because he grew. He had that growth spurt so late in life. So he was playing as a 6'1" shooting guard point guard in yeah. high school and his then, nickname is literally big guard yeah and so you know what I mean? like, and he and he shoots like you could see the mobility of it of him like even like ben simmons like that he's that he's bigger and, and bigger and a better he can obviously shoot but it's like dirk Nowitzki was 6'11 he's a power forward mm-hmm. he's the same build as dirk anthony davis should not be a center I agree. that's where you bring dwight howard on who's there like i, I want to be a starter yeah i know i'm not the number one option but i can defensively i can stop him and grab rebounds. I can play you 30 minutes and I can grab you rebounds and yep. get you blocks yep, yep. and push help you push the ball at court. Yeah. Just pretty much outlet and go. Where Davis and LeBron like could you imagine like picking rolls with LeBron and Davis like just like that? Like he just then that he just has to sit 19 to 20 feet out and then if LeBron pushes and kicks out, there's more they can do yeah. with that. But then they gotta get rid of Westbrook too. And, and it's so, gonna be interesting because now Kyrie, it seems like he's gonna stay in Brooklyn now. So And he has one more year, I think. Yeah, he has one more year. I think that's what the Lakers are like, okay. We'll pounce. We have on one him. more year yeah. with Westbrook too, and we have it. So right, right, and we may right. be able to pawn him off come the trade deadline. Yes. Yeah. I think Some that's what contenders like, oh, we we need a we just need a facility. We need a we needed a guy that can attack the basket mm-hmm. where they're like, you know he's what? He's great at that. Yeah. So speaking of where do you see the Lakers falling this year? Well, I, I see them making the playoffs for sure. But the Warriors, the Mavs, the Nuggets, the Suns, I mean, man. It's and Jamal just, Murray will be back for the Nuggets yes, this year. Yes, they'll be fully healthy. It, it's going to be tough for the Lakers, man. And I think Clippers. And the, I, the, about the Clippers. I, if the, Cl- the Clippers are on paper the best team in the West. I right agree. Now. I totally I'm not agree. taking anything from the, from the Warriors. And I know we've talked about in past episodes. But on paper, they, on paper, on paper, they're good, and, and they want it. Like I said, like if if they can make a top four seed, Steph's an MVP, and they can make a run. Yeah, you know they can get to where they can have home court, and then they won the title, of course. But it's like, I just they there are a lot of injuries in that West Coast Conference too, and that's not I'm not trying. That's part of the game. Oh yeah, but it's like if you have a Jamal Murray with 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 the Jokic, Joker in yeah. in in Denver, mm-hmm. and the Clippers are healthy, and I hate the Clippers with a passion. I hate them. But when they're help, that, that on paper, they're and now what they've brought in with John Wall and some other pieces to add on to that. Plus Ty Lue. I love Ty Lue. Yeah. Lakers could have had Ty Lue. I know. And I like Darvin Ham, but I think, you know, Ty Lue had that experience of winning a championship. And, and so he did, knows LeBron. Yeah, and Ham was on the Bucks when they won, but he wasn't the main coach. You know what I no. mean? So, yeah. Which I think yeah. he'll be a good head coach. I do too. Yeah, I do too. I, I just think he's just in this. LeBron respects him. You know what I mean? He, oh, he, used he to respects be a you until he goes. <laughs> I'm trading everyone on this team. The GM kicks in. The GM kicks in. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. that's all I got. I just want to see, and I just want to see what's gonna happen. With Damian Lillard. He just signed that extension again. But and I, I we talk about. It. I get the loyalty. Mm-hmm. I get that. I love I Dame. I, I will root for Dame if he goes everywhere, anywhere, but the Celtics. Right. But then, like, I like Jason Tatum. Yeah, me too. You know, so I it's like just Jason. there's that where I think Tatum in a couple years. And I've said this. I think he'll be in Lakers I gold agree. just because he's like he's he trying to Kobe, be. Loves he's trying Lakers. to be Kobe's prodigy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and yeah. the only reason he didn't go to LA in the draft was because they're like Lonzo Ball, oh, Hollywood Story, God. Magic Johnson, Levar Ball. Man, sold the I, draft I like stuff. Lonzo, but looking too, back, but... that's a bad pick, man. Like it, it just. What do you think the Sixers could have had Jason Tatum? Could you imagine Tatum with Embiid? Oh God, <laughs> man, and Harden. Whew, man, yeah. So. Yeah, the and, NBA is going to be real fun next year. No I, doubt. I just think, I just think in a couple of years. I th- I just think, and I'm not saying that because I'm a Lakers fan. Because we're delusional, like every big, <laughs> big stardom fan base. We're like, we're getting everyone, you know, like all this. Where it's like, no, I I really think Tatum will 
will go there when his contract's up. Yeah. I think, hey, thanks, Boston. But you know where his heart lies. Yeah. And yeah. It's, from, it's not like he has Boston ties or LA ties. He's from St. Louis. Yeah. Yeah. His thing is just he grew up a Kobe fan. Yeah. He trained with Kobe. Yeah. Like, talked to him every day. It's just one of those, like, those mentor things. And I think he knows he will be, he will go to LA in open arms. And it will be also post LeBron era. Right. Where there could still be a, out of his prime AD, but he's out of that big contract where right. Tatum comes, cashes yes, in. Yes. And yes. then other players want to come. Yeah. I and agree. so now I think that falls in line too, like Damian Lillard, who will be in yeah. like 33, 34. So it's mm-hmm. just like his contract lines up with all these other stars where they could be like, screw let's just go to LA and try and win a title. Right. You right. know, but Tatum's the main, the main focus. Yeah. He's the guy, you know, like when you're wearing a, a purple and gold armband with Kobe's number on a Celtic, in a Celtics uniform, mm-hmm. I mean, that sign just point. Yeah. That, that, I, I'm I, just saying. I agree. No, I totally, I have nothing to say about that. I totally agree with you. And. Um, like well, I was saying, even Mariners said like, they're coming here. Yeah, like right, I'm, right. A, I'm a delusional Mariners fan. Yeah. like Chris Bryant. We're bringing Randy Johnson in a time machine. <laughs> you know, we're doing it all. We're pushing Edgar. for. We're pushing for. We yeah. built a time machine and we're doing it. But yeah, yeah that's just how fans are with their fan base. You know, it's just kind of. But realistic, it's just one of those like, what's more appealing, the Boston winners when you're 27 with your family, or the Los Angeles. Um, winners, uh, winners, Los Angeles. You hear Stephen A. He's in New York. He's like, oh man, I really hope for a Los Angeles uh, Lakers or yeah, he was, Miami Heat. Yeah, like, <laughs> he was hyped when they when they because they had the Eastern Conference Finals this year. He was really excited when the Heat won because you know, I get to go back to South Beach. You know, he just likes his warm climate. Yeah, yeah. Who doesn't? He, you yeah, know, who doesn't? So, it's but he yeah. and he's from the East Coast. But just, I remember, I remember Stephen A. During that uh <laughs> the uh the year Dwight Howard signed and like Steve Nash of the Lakers and he's like. Oh, it's going to be Lakers versus Heat. I'm so pumped. I've been waiting for this for years. And nope. <sighs> and then it was close. Who yeah. was it that year? Well, I think Kobe was, was oh, on that, there. That was the Oklahoma City year. That's oh, when Durant, Westbrook, and Hardman had their first time. Yeah. yeah. 12, 12, 2012. 13, 11 12 yeah. season. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. And, yeah. and they gentlemen swept them. Yes. And, they did. Yeah. and he's like, pretty much he's like, I don't want to go to Oklahoma City. City. <laughs> like, I don't want to go to Oklahoma City. Miami, fine. Like, but, you, you, know. you screwed it, Lakers. Like, yeah. I remember he bashed. I did too. I was like, and I was just like, and then Dwight left. I think yeah. for Atlanta. No, Houston. Houston. Left yeah, for Houston yeah. after that. that Houston. The next, that's when Kobe's like, you're soft. Like, their first yeah, game they played. That was that? one thing, man. I'm, that's well, a meme. That's peace, a great man. meme. I rest in peace, Kobe. Yeah, we he's 24. You. Today's Kobe but, day. Yeah. But he has some even off like what's his face when he did the whole ball thing? Matt his, Barnes. When he did the ball thing, he just didn't even move. And, just, and Matt Barnes like he's like, dude, I was like half an inch from his face. Like his nose, he even flinched. And I'm just, nope. Stone Cold Killer man. Yeah, he was Black man, Mamba. Peace, Kobe, Black man. Mamba. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. I already said if I have a son, his first name's Kobe. Okay, it's happening. Right. That's a good name. I, I, I'll settle for a middle name. Depends <laughs> right. what the mom wants when when that time comes. But yeah, Co- yeah. Kobe's Kobe's in there. Yeah, Kobe's in the That's picture. A name that to choose from. So is sure. Griffey and Ichiro. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> just going down the list of all my favorite athletes. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Well, the NBA is going to be fun next year. Of course, LeBron resigned as well. Ninety-seven million. He's made. Over five hundred and thirty million dollars in the NBA, and he's already a billionaire. So he's just his school is killing it. Yeah. And so no matter yeah. what people say about him on the court as a player and That's whatever, right. That's right. He, he does good in the community. No so. doubt about it. Definitely a role model. All right, let's move on to the NFL. Um, Pete not, Carroll, really, not really much to talk about. Besides. Right. We'll talk about the Seahawks and we'll talk about the Brady thing. We'll start with the Seahawks really quickly. What, what is Pete Carroll doing? Like, what, dude, Drew Locke is the starter. Come on, bro. Like, he, he's like, well, I, you know, the headline on ESPN yesterday, he's taking his time to, to name a starter yesterday. Well, I have two quarterbacks. It's a good problem. I'm like, dude, Geno Smith is not the answer. I know because he was my quarterback for a couple of years. He's not the answer. He's a backup. He's a solid backup. 
Drew Locke has experience starting at least, you know, and I know he had COVID. And I know he couldn't play last week, but I, I just don't get it. I don't know what Pete Carroll's doing this year, man. He uh he's he's saving his ass for the draft coming up because sure. like I was saying that like Okay, you trade a franchise quarterback, yep. and I get, I totally, I understand why they traded him. Him and Pete weren't seeing eye to eye. Schneider and Russ weren't seeing eye to eye. You know, Sierra had a say in it. She's sure. like, I don't want to live in Seattle anymore. Okay, she didn't say that, but she's like, we're <laughs> maybe not, she probably we're, thought it. <laughs> we're not living in Seattle anymore. Russ, pack your bags. We're out. Yeah, I'm yeah. requesting your trade. No, but because right. like when I was saying that, I was like, he's going to be an. I, I thought he was going to be a Falcon. I really thought he was going to be a Falcon just because. Her she's Atlanta from Atlanta. Ties. Yeah, she's from there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's from there. I mean, you know, it, it, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, it, it just, you know, I, but I, I just don't get this whole thing of like, just name Drew Locke the starter. I mean, I just don't get it. You know, well, and they're saying like Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, it could the be the Niners a... trade him or release him. I'm like, no, you. Okay, you're gonna pick up Jimmy, and his what twenty something million dollar contract. There's like twenty seven million. Yeah. To win six games, no. Yeah. Ride That's, your yeah. Ride your thirty fifth and forty second best ranked quarterbacks. Your your two number ones. He claimed today in his press conference. We're recording this so on the twenty fourth. Yeah. Here and it's just like, a piece should have gone when Russ. Like they should have fired or not like the fact that not he's still fired, there. but been like right, right. Pete, we're going another direction, and either you wanted two things can happen. Yeah. You retire or we fire you. Yeah. We really prefer retirement and just force it. You know? Yeah. Because who, who was the last team where they just forced a coach into retirement? They're like, yeah, uh, you can either retire or we're going to fire. Either way, you're not right, coming back. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I just think that Pete Carroll, I think, is over his skis this year and you know, but the thing is, is that they're going to have a bad year, so oh, you can't really fire him. You know what I mean? Like, oh God, I'm about to put a hundred bucks on them not even winning like four games. Yeah, well, hey, I, I can pull. Their, I'll pull their schedule up next week once preseason's over. Yeah, and I'll show you. I I don't see them. I, I think they like play the Lions, which it's like you can't even pass up the Lions anymore. Dan yeah. Campbell's got those guys hyped up. Let me tell you in something. Detroit. I've been watching Hard Knocks. As a matter of fact, before we did this podcast, I was watching a little bit of it, and I would run through a brick wall for that guy. Man, he is such a great. He used to play. He was a tight end, but. He is such a great motivator, man. He is such a great, uh, you know, great players coach as well. So I, I love it. I love and he it. doesn't he doesn't ask his players to do things he wouldn't do. That's like, right. He's doing up downs with them. Yeah, he's like, let's that. go. I don't care if it's 130 degrees. We're doing right. it. He's yeah. doing up downs with them. But yeah, he's that guy you'd go into battle with. Yes, yes. the team's just not good. And could Pete, you imagine him and like with the Rams or the Patriots right. or the Bills? Or, yeah, or like the Chiefs, like a solid squad. Even Baltimore, I would oh, say yeah. like, could you imagine him in Baltimore instead of Harbaugh, where they'd be like. You're like, Lamar, you're running this ball through that linebacker's face. Yeah, right, right, right. And you're going to get the first down. Yeah. Like, you're goddamn right, coach. And they buckle up. And they, you That's know, they right. Go. Like, he's that coach. Yeah. He's, like, it doesn't matter. he's just intense. And he's not intense. He's passionate. Yes, he loves passionate. his job. He loves football. He he loves the city he's coaching for, even though it's Detroit. God bless him. But. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you're right. You're right. So, you're right. I mean, sorry, you know. But it's just like. I, I don't know. Just to answer your question real quick at the Hawks. I just Drew has to be the starter because when they traded for him, right? Pete Carroll's not exact is not exact quote, but he says oh, right, around right. these lines, if Drew Locke was in the draft this year, he would have been a first round pick, possibly top ten. Yeah. So why is this even a competition? Mm-hmm. You're sa- he's saving his ass, which I get. Every I would I'd be saying the right things in front of the media. Yeah. He's trying to play it like that defense is going to be good. Jamal Adams still couldn't cover a speck of dust. Mm-mm. So it's nope, just like nope. the good thing is Kobe Bryant's doing well. The corner they drafted. Yeah, and they, his they, name is Kobe Bryant, by the way. And yeah. I think he's rocking number eight too. Oh, is he really? Right. Oh, I'll, I'll probably take nice. a jersey his just cause, nice, just cause. Nice, um, nice. But 
it, they drafted good young pieces. And so they're trying, they're not going to rebuild the Legion of Boom, but I think Pete's trying to go back to his, hey, we're going to be a power run mm-hmm. with a quarterback that can somewhat throw it, can somewhat sling it, which Drew Locke can do. Mm-hmm. And I think he actually has a better support system in the wide receivers than he had in Denver. Oh, sure. Which isn't a, which is a slug. It's Cortland Sutton and then uh, Jerry Judy. They're good receivers. But I would take Metcalf and, and Lockett, Lockett yeah. over those two. And no offense, a solid tight end. That's right. He's he's an he's an above average tight end that's going to get you the first down. Yeah. On third and eight or second and t- something like that. The, the, that like medium to long right. range. And they have that Kenneth Walker at running back. Mm-hmm. He was a beast at Michigan State, which I, I think he's going to be rookie of the year. Yeah, it could be. Because yeah. and they have an okay line. I mean, the line's like okay. It's still rebuilding, but it's not. It's not the worst I've seen. In I kind of think what the Seahawks are doing is they're going to suck this year, but they're doing it for a purpose to get the defense better to be a running game team like you said and just get one of the quarterbacks in the draft like if you if this team was like say how they had that team they drafted russ right mm-hmm. and they built through the draft and they were like okay they did they signed matt flynn right they're like <laughs> okay we're gonna be an okay team but then russ won the starting job that year yeah for his rookie year and you, the rest was history that's right? right super bowl in the next after the first season all literally that. so yeah. legion of boom for a five-year stint so it's just if you knew okay we're eight and eight mm-hmm. or we're eight we're eight and nine Nine and eight team. We're about five hundred. Right. If we bring Garoppolo on, that's that evaluation. If if we're okay, if we're about a five hundred team and we right. bring Garoppolo on, because Garoppolo's he was a winner behind Brady, but he won games in New England. He led the 49ers, a lot of people don't remember this, to the Super Bowl and lost to the Chiefs mm-hmm. by one touchdown in that Super Bowl and played lights out that playoffs and mm-hmm. that whole season. So yeah, it's just yeah. like Garoppolo can play. Garoppolo's a good quarterback. But with the team you have established now, is he that guy? Yeah. Is he the guy to to push you for not the division, not do not you're in your division, but at least a wild card? No, mm-hmm. no. no, you're nah. he'll push you from four wins to maybe six I or agree. seven. Yeah, six. But or then seven, with yeah. seven wins, you're pushing yourself out of a top five pick. Well, plus it's in division too. I mean, if they cut him, I get it. But you know, are they going to trade him to a division rival? I mean, I don't know. They're, they're open to it. They're just like yeah. we just want to get pieces before we actually have to cut them by a certain point. Right. Like if they cut them after a certain point, I think it's like the thirtieth. They get nothing. So pre- pretty much, well, they don't. They don't owe him his salary. Oh, okay. Or they, it's like half his salary or something like that. And then it's a waiver. It's a weird like waiver thing at that point where it's like we'll pay half the salary if you take half the salary. It's something weird like that. So Seattle can get him at a discount, but they're still paying fifteen million for a quarterback. Where right. it's like right. you just. Brought in Drew Locke, who he said was a first round pick if he was drafted this year, where it's yeah. just like it's it's not USC, it's not 2010, 2011, 2012 draft class anymore. Yeah, you're kind of he's, he's like almost out of the loop. He's out of the loop. I, I don't think Drew Locke's a bad quarterback, but he's not the guy. Yeah, he's not the guy. But he's yeah. better than Geno. Yeah, he is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I just so, it just sucks because I think he would have named him the starter after this last game, but oh, he got, but he got COVID. COVID right because right, he outperformed right. Geno in Pittsburgh. He outperformed him in that preseason game, but it's preseason, so you know everyone's got. You're playing against the second and third yeah, stringers and all this right, and some first, right. but, but it's so, like, but even look at the Panthers. They made their decision. It's like why can't why can't Pete make a decision already? Well, and they know? knew like when the Panthers traded for for Baker, they were yeah. just doing it to be like, all right, we're we're not going to tell Darnold outright, but we're not going to make this. Him. But when they traded for me, like okay, Baker's the starter, right? Like that that was a gimme. The point and of so, it was to yeah, yeah yeah. It's like when the Niners traded for Garoppolo, right? Okay, you're the starter. It's just like when you trade for a guy, you expect him to be the star. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. if you think yeah. Geno Smith's the guy, well, that's I hope a, a I hope you guys don't win a game this year. And I hate saying that because I like the Seahawks, but it's like they're doing it to themselves at that point. You but know? then, but then they, they would get the first pick of the draft, and Pete would be like, 
We're going to take so-and-so from Clemson, who's the 31st uh, draft projection with the first pick, because he he hustles. Mm, and it's just yeah. like, so you just passed all these top five guys? you know? Like, they don't even take the best on the board at some points. I remember they reached for James Carpenter, mm-hmm. like back in 2010, I think it was. Yeah. Where they had, they had like the, the 20, that was the year they beat the Saints in the playoffs. So they had like the 23rd or 24th pick. Right. And James Carpenter was projected like late second round. They took him in the first, and he's like, and of course, Carpenter's going to say the right things. I know I'm a first round talent and yeah, blah, blah, blah. Right, right. And everyone else is like, what are you doing? Like, I want to look back within that draft. I think there's a guy they took that ended up being like all pro like two picks later. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, they, they do have good history of draft picks from 2010 to 2000, um, 2014, you could mm-hmm. say. Yeah. 2012 with the Russell Wilson. Because Earl Thomas led the 2010 draft class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the start of their, their peak. And then Russ later boom. on, yeah. And then the next year it was like Chancellor and Sherman. And then the next year was Russ and Bruce Irvin and Wagner. And so it's like they had a good three years. Yeah. But that's also three years of draft classes where Pete was recruiting these guys. Right. So he right. knows what he was getting oh, with these right. hidden yeah, gems. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was recruiting all these guys. They just went to different schools. Right. And he was at USC. He's oh, recruiting yeah. these guys. Right, and so, it, yeah, so yeah. it's like he was recruiting Earl. Earl fell in the draft. He knew how good they were. And they had the 14th pick that year. It was between like him and Eric Berry. And the Chiefs were like, we have Eric Berry first and Earl. So if they get taken, we'll, if he gets taken, we'll take Earl. But Earl was projected like 15th. And Seattle's like, well, if Berry falls to this, Eric Berry, who was another great safety. So it's like you, could, it was, it, you couldn't miss with those two safeties in that draft. Earl, they were like, no, Earl's better. And Earl, Earl, at the end of his career, was a better safety than Eric Berry was. A possible Hall of Famer if he didn't get in trouble, Earl Thomas. And so it's just like— about just, his house? His house burned down, and nah. it's a total loss, yeah. Yeah, he's having a rough uh, after-playing career, no doubt. Yeah, and it's just—well, yeah. the playing career thing he did to himself. Yeah, right, 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 right. And so—but yeah. the house, you don't wish that. You know, no, you don't want no, that, no, but it's just, it's just yeah. like, no, everything he's done post-career minus the house, I don't even know about that. Yeah. It's all been Earl. So Earl right. has no one to blame but Earl. Yeah, that's true. And yeah. so, yeah. but now, yeah, uh, back to it. Just start lock, ride with it. If Garoppolo's on that free agency, you can pick him up. Right. But don't even waste it and just tank your season. I think Pete's just trying to be polite and not say we're, we're sure. trying to say we're not tanking. Right. When you're right. tanking. You're yeah. going to take CJ Stroud or Bryce Young mm-hmm. in the draft this year. That's right. Yeah. Get so. Suck. Get a top five pick. And get a quarterback. And don't draft another Aaron Curry. Draft a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was that year, 09, yeah. where they drafted Aaron Curry and the Michael Crabtree went like two picks later. Right. I was in a baseball game in Quincy, and I saw a text. My buddy wasn't, he didn't play baseball. And I looked, and he's like, Seahawks took Aaron Curry. I'm like, are you kidding me? And I had to run laps after the game because I checked my phone. <laughs> to Damn, see, the Seahawks just, run, the, but... Pay attention to the draft. But yeah. it was just like, she's like, we're, we're hoping for the best this season. You're, hope, you're hoping for a, Seattle fans listening. You're hoping for a losing season to draft your potential franchise quarterback. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Have one bad year. Look at it with the Tavares Jackson experiment. He wasn't the guy. Remember that? They brought him from Minnesota. Tavares Jackson wasn't the guy. Mm-hmm. He was just filling in the gap between Matt Hasselback and Russell Wilson. It was one year. And that's what L- this year L- is going to be. Think of this. Think of it like this. You draft the defense. You're drafting the line. You drafted a solid running back in Walker from Michigan State in the second round, I think. Yeah, he'll probably win. I think he's gonna be rookie of the year, and I'm mm-hmm. gonna say that. Even he'll draft be up there, I think yeah. people are like, no, he's he's he should have been a first round pick. Right. Like that that was the that could be the diamond in the rough, the steal of the draft for Seattle, the second. It's just crazy to say for like a second round. Yeah, pick. right, right. So, just think of it like this year, like that Tavares Jackson one year run where they went like seven and nine, 
and then you they rebuilt the right way. They mm-hmm. give it like that just hopefully their scouting department's a little better than it has been the past couple years. Right, but right. You want to hope for a top five pick, and you want to hope Bryce Young. I, I would take Bryce Young over C.J. Stroud. I would, too. That's just me. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, we'll see. And you know what, Seahawks fans? I'm with you. My team sucks, too. So, <laughs> Well, and with Metcalf and Lockett and Fant. Yeah, I mean, and they a, have weapons. And a good running back weapons. behind them. Yeah. That's a great way to bring a quarterback in and be like, I agree. you're starting week one, here's your guys. So Pete's a little frustrating, but I get what they're doing. That's, I think, the moral of the story. With I think he's just, say, he's just trying to say the right thing. Yeah, for is. sure. We have two QB1s. No, you don't. No, <laughs> no one thinks that. No. People that don't him. know football will be like, no, you don't have two QB1s. <laughs> right, 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 right. Well, speaking of quarterbacks, uh, boy, this story was kind of crazy the other day. And and if you remember, Tom Brady was on the shop with LeBron on HBO. I think it's actually on YouTube now. But um, he said that, you know, he's like, you're going to take this guy over me? You know, and we were all wondering, well, who's he talking about? What teams he talking about? What quarterbacks he talking about? Well, Dana White spilled the beans the other day in the Gronk broadcast on ESPN before the big UFC fight. We'll get to the UFC fight after this. But, um, yeah, Dana White revealed that he uh, had a part in – hopefully getting Tom Brady and Gronk to the Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders. 2020. Yep, their inaugural season in Las Vegas. Um, and obviously, now we know that Tom Brady was talking about, you're going to take Derek Carr over me. So he was pretty shocked at that point. Uh, obviously, he ended up going to the Bucks. It worked out. He won a Super Bowl, so can't complain there. But yeah, Brady was almost a Raider, according to Dana White and Gronk. So, man, that, that would have been crazy. But Gruden, apparently, the story is, is that you know Gruden said no. He nixed it. He we went with Derek Carr over Tom Brady and... You know, I like Derek Carr. We'll see what they do this year. But, uh, boy, John Gruden might have screwed up a little bit on that one. I don't know. Besides his misogynistic sure. um, comments and emails and all yeah. this and racial slurs and right, right. LBGTQ bashing sure. on top of this. Yeah, I on mean, top of the, yeah. He, he, um, he just worked his way out of a job sure. for future stuff. But it's just sure, like, yeah. I just don't know. The Raiders want to win a title with Brady. I think he's looking at that. He's like, okay, do I take a 42-year-old quarterback and a broken tight end? Right, And right. maybe not. And I'm not saying they wouldn't have made the playoffs, but it's just like, yeah, I don't who's, really on the, who's even on that Raiders yeah, team? That I mean, year? no one. No one. I, yeah, I, I think well, that was Waller's breakout season, yeah. I think. But after but that, it was secondary like, was terrible. Their offensive line was terrible. I mean, they weren't a good team that year. Jonathan Abrams was hurt again the safety yeah. they drafted in 2019. And so, so, yeah, it's kind of weird. Why, maybe the Vegas factor? I don't know. I, don't know, I mean, sure. their line was like they had Crosby and, oh, and all Crosby, these guys. Yeah. And so it was just like yeah, they yeah. had a good front seven. And just Jonathan Abrams is always hurt. Mm-hmm. And so which he could be a stellar yeah. safety if he could just stay healthy. Yeah. But. It's just, I look, I'm like, who did they have a receiver? Was Renfro even drafted I yet? It might have been Renfro's rookie year, yeah. And and then um, Waller, I think, had his breakout year that year during yeah. the COVID year. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, did they have Jacobs yet? I want to say, yeah. I want to say was that might have been drafted his that year. year. Was that his rookie year? Yeah. So he had a good running back. The line would have been okay. Yeah. But, but it's like, the Bucks I mean, were a better option. You Bucks know? were I mean, a better option. Yeah. I, and I think Brady knows that, but he's. And I think he's kind of like, oh, that's a blessing in disguise. Because like he was even, oh, yeah. he was even on track to go to New Orleans until Breeze was like, I'm not retiring. Yeah, or the, so or the Dolphins. A, that would have been a whole shift yeah. in, the, in the NFC South if he would have went there with Michael Thomas and the and and that team and Alvin Kamara. Yeah, and then the whole I mean, Dolphins thing. He might have been a part owner, and he would have been on a, another AFC East team. Mm-hmm. I mean, boy, it, the, the Brady saga wasn't just oh the Bucks are we'll take them. You know, apparently it was other teams. That were in it to win it with him. I think the Bucs are the best option. Obviously, because they want a uh, Super, Super Bowl. Yeah, of course. But the Raiders, I just I just don't see what Gruden was. I, I guess I see it in the sense where people are like, what? It's Tom Brady. But it's like, okay, I got a quarterback that's actually not that bad of a quarterback. I agree. I like and Derek I, I don't think Derek Carr's a bad quarterback. No, I don't either. I just think he's been been a part of bad Raiders experiments. And yeah. now that he has 
Now that he has Waller, Wenfro's a solid number and three Devontae option. Adams. And Devontae Adams. Yeah. And Jacobs could have a bounce back here. Right. Watch out for the Raiders. I know. I, I mean, that, that AFC West is going to be the one to watch. It's yeah. the powerhouse. Now, you got four solid quarterbacks. You got franchise quarterbacks. And then, you, of course, you have the Chiefs. I think the Chargers are going to come out of the West this year. I think it's going to be them and the Bills contending for the AFC this year. The, That's nice. I don't even think. And that was my hot take this year. I don't think Denver makes the playoffs. Yeah, I was about to say, you're not high on Denver. I'm yeah. not high on Denver. I'm not high on Russ. Okay. Because it's like the grass is always greener. Mm-hmm. And your division actually got stronger that you just got traded that's, to. That's a fact. And I just... Okay, you're 5'11", and the, the same problems of your passing game are going to translate to Denver. So it's not going to be a better situation. So that's where I stand with Russ. I don't care for... Not that I don't care for him anymore. I'm st- I still like Russell Wilson as a person, a humanitarian, as a player, you know, that he does for the communities and all that. And as Back. a player, a good role model. Yeah, for sure. So I don't, I don't wish him no success, but I just, I just don't. The grass is not always greener. Yeah. And I think they're, he's going to see that this year. That's going to so be. So what do you do? You, you request another trade? Right, right. He's now, not, he's now all that. eyes are on you because yeah. now they're they're sold on you. Sure, they sure. are sold on you. They gave up a lot for you. It's going to be interesting. And so, and it's one of the biggest trades in NFL history. Oh, for sure. And so, um. Maybe next to what Herschel Walker, yeah, I think was to, the other one back the, from the Cowboys to the Vikings. Yeah. yeah, I think that was the other one, like the one of the biggest ones. So yeah, yeah. Um, but I just the the, the Brady. I I think it was just one of those. The Gruden's like, okay, I'm gonna trade, get rid of my 27, 28 year old quarterback for a 42 year old quarterback when we're not even contending. Yeah, if they were in the position the Bucks were. I think he'd have been like, I'll take Brady. Yeah, but I think he knew he, his like. The, he hasn't been able to put it on the field the past couple of years, but he's a football. He is. He's a guru. Like he he can call it all this. It's a matter of if the players can perform. Mm-hmm. It's really like he can't control what players do on the field. Right. You know, spider white banana hook, whatever he calls. Right, it's like right, right. he doesn't make the throw. Carr makes the throw. Yeah, that's true. So yeah. Brady would have had an impact, but the Bucks already had a team established mm-hmm. when Brady went it's there. Just Brady, was they were just missing a quarterback. Yeah, and right, they even right, said right, that right. when he signed with Tampa, they were like, yeah, they're Super Bowl favorites, and they actually. Won the Super Bowl. Yeah, that year. Yeah, so yeah. It, worked it, it worked out. It worked out. I just think Vegas is just more Dana. Dana has big influence down there. Yeah, and, that's where the UFC headquarters are. And right? yeah, exactly. Yeah, and yeah, he, yeah. Um, I think they would have pushed for some partnership. It was a warm climate. I mean, it was it was it's a it's a mecca for for sports entertainment now. So it, right. yeah, then that Giselle could have done her thing for modeling or whatever she does down there. Started something else. I mean. The sky was the limit in Vegas in that area, mm-hmm. and then you're near L.A. and all that. Yeah. So it's just like I think the Vegas factor probably was the thing why Tom Brady wanted to go there. Yeah, but you know? I I just I just think the Bucks was the right choice. Yeah, I do so, too. But yeah. I I think he's got to retire for this year. I I think it's it's time. Yeah, it's I time. Think so too. It's time to one more Tom. year. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Speaking of Dana White, let's move on to we're we're finishing with this. Yeah, the UFC man. I mean, what a shocker. You know, and shocker, you know, and it was a good card. You should have came out. I know, you should have sh- came out. It well, a- you know what, man? I mean, I didn't expect Usman to lose, man. I really didn't. I mean, because he was undefeated at that point, correct? Um, in UFC, yes, not his career, but okay. UFC, yes. And he's won. Okay. He won 15 straight fights. Wow. I don't know if his title defense is not. I have to look that up again. I know it's 15 straight. He's behind Silva for like and himself for like one to tie the all-time record for right, consecutive. Right, right. But no, he he had the match in hand. He had the fight in hand, and then. Edwards as a southpaw threw a straight, so a straight is just your your strong hand going overhand. So you're throwing it overhand, and he faked it. And when he did that, he was throwing his his left leg up for a leg kick, and Usman slipped Oof. right into that leg kick and hit him in the mouth and knocked him out. And so it was just one of those. Do you think Usman got lucky? Do you think he, or not Usman uh, Edwards? Do you think he got lucky with that or no? 
I always say there's a little bit of luck in fighting. Right. Just that little bit because any anyone has a puncher's chance, right? Or mm-hmm. a kick kicker's chance, chance at this point. Literally. <laughs> so I don't want to say <clears throat> excuse me, I got a frog in my throat today. No, sorry. <clears throat> yeah, you don't want to say me. it was luck. I, mean, I, it, I don't want to say it was luck, but it was just like Usman was throwing hands to kind of make it entertaining at the very end. It wasn't like anything crazy. Like it wasn't a bloodbath or anything. But Edwards was in that fight the whole time. And I think Edwards was like, you know what? I just got to throw what I have at him at this point. Otherwise, I'm going to lose Nothing to fight. lose. Right. No, I have nothing, nothing to lose. To lose yeah. And here's the funny thing about it. So I told you this yesterday. And our boss, everyone that was at the fights can, can attest to this. I was sitting there and I was like, you know what? Because the welterweight division has been kind of bland. Not because mm-hmm. not Usman. It's just like there's no one of his caliber. Like Usman's one of the greatest to step in the octagon. And he will be when his career is over. There's just no one on his level. And, and I was like, you know what they should do? He's he's obviously winning this fight, but just screw it. Give it give it to Edwards. G- just ramble up that welterweight. Let some other people have a shot before Usman makes another fifteen fight run. And five seconds after I said that, leg kick was the oh, fight, geez. and everyone looked back like, "Are you effing kidding me?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, like I thought Usman was gonna win, but I was yeah. like, you know what? No, screw I mean everybody it. did. I'm screw sure. It. Yeah. Screw it. Just make just make give it, it interesting. To, make it give it to Edwards and just really just stir the pot in that division. Then Edwards won." And so what I think they should do, Usman's going to get a rematch. He wa- he almost wanted to like ride. He's like, no, do one more round. I want one more round. And he called round. Dana White on FaceTime while he was being interviewed and said, I'm, he's like, literally, I'm going to kill this guy next time. I'm like, oh, jeez. Yeah, he's you hardcore. Know? Yeah. And so it was just one. He caught him. And he even said, he, I got caught. Like he, but he was just, it was more like a, you lost. And Edwards was hype, dude. It was like, yeah, it was just was. And yeah. one of those. Like, he, had, he had a great. Not a great upbringing, but he came pretty much from like rags to riches. Is he from London, England? Is so he's he from- actually from Jamaica. Oh, okay. like during okay. his press conference, he's like from a shack in Jamaica to England and oh, being wow. born all that. like his whole thing. But like he went from rags to which riches, riches type yeah. thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a good fighter, and he went the distance with Usman last time. And that's the thing. I'm like, this is the one guy that can go the distance with Usman. He just li- he just lines up across him, right, and can go strike for strike, grapple for grapple, kick for kick, and he oh, proved yeah. that now he's a champion. No one can ever take that away from him. I just think if you're Dana, you can do an immediate rematch with it, but spicing it up a little bit. Maybe give Covington a title shot again because he's the number one contender. In the welterweight division? In 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 welterweight, so 170 pounds. So give him a shot, and then if he beats him, then have Usman. But let's see if it can change hands or or if Edwards can at least defend it once outside of Usman. Yeah. And then let Usman have his title shot again. Because who knows? Actually, Usman might be like, you know what? I want to bump up or I'm going to try and bump down and try and get some money fights. Oh, yeah. Because you're seeing that with a lot of guys where, like, Covington's like, you know what? I'm not going to win this title. So he started calling Dustin Poirier, who's a weight class below him, and all these other guys are right. guys that are bigger than him. Where yeah. he's like, you know what? Like, this needs calling people out. Where he's like, if I'm not going to win a title, I'm going to go make my money and fight money fights. Where I think Usman, he may actually explode. He could be like, you know what? Do I really care about the gold right now or do I care about Because he held it for how long? Like yeah, I said, a long time. Long yeah. time. So it's just like, there's a point where it's like, Okay, what am I? What, what's my next option? Do I do I win it again and just hold on to it for the next couple years again, or right, right. do I bump up and try a bigger weight class like Adesanya did at light heavyweight? Oh with John yeah, Blockowitz. yeah, right. Do you bump up to like middleweight and see if you can fight like Adesanya and all this? But what you're see what you're seeing in UFC now is kind of where like fighters from Africa don't want to fight. They're like, we don't want to fight our own. We don't want to fight our own people from our own country. The Brazilians did that back in the early 2000s of the Kickstarter, where like Leota Machida and Anderson Silva and all these guys, they're like, we're not going to fight each other. We're not, we're not going to beat our own people. We're not going right. to fight other fighters from our own country. We're not going to do that. We're not going to knock on each other and destroy our careers. The like fighters from Africa are doing that too. So they're like, like Adesanya and Usman and these guys, they're like, we're not going to fight. And they're champions too. So they're like, we're not going to fight and 
dethrone one another. Like, wh- why would we do that? Mm-hmm. And so now that Usman doesn't have a title, but you want to make money, I, I think him and Izzy should go for that. Him and, him, him and Adesanya just say, hey, you know, it's a money fight. Let's see what we can get. Just no title hey, on the line. Just meet me at, yeah, I'll meet you at 185 one. or come down huge. to 170. Yeah, yeah. Money fight. You can stack some other fights on there, but... Usman's just, I think he's gonna sit back emotions like, I'm gonna kill him and all this you know but that's they're they're hardcore man they're UFC fighters you know so yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, yeah. I see if I'm Usman I sit back I sit with my team I take about a month off do whatever you need to kind of get the repetition again but be like all right do I want my rematch and go for the title or do I want to fight someone outside of the division before running back for the title right right I think I think because he, he could make a money fight but bump up to 185 and fight like a Force Whitaker or or even fight a welterweight in the division like oh god what's it? it's like Chimaev. I, th- I can't remember I can't pronounce his last name ever right but he's he's a Russian guy from Russia you know like what a Habib's guys pretty much okay. and so he was a guy oh god who was he fighting when he put him in a rear naked choke and he's pointing to Danny he's like give me my title shot oh, yeah, he's, he was that guy he just <laughs> was talking to Danny while he's trying to submit someone like oh, wow. the guy's like legit and so it's one of those do you fight some other guys to show like even though I have the title you're not on my level in like a three round fight or do you bump up for a money fight with like a Forrest Whitaker or an Adesanya if they want to, or try and meet someone in the middle somewhere, even see if you can get a get a, a lightweight like a Poirier or a Michael Chandler to bump up to 170 to fight you for a money fight. There are just so many options he has at this point. I think just take take a month off, right. talk with your team, talk with Dana, be like, I either want a title shot again, or whatever your plan is, if you want to give someone else a shot before I regain my title run, my title reign again. Give me that mm-hmm. or make me a money fight. Because he's a draw. He's one of the best. So, yeah, and Dana sure. said he's already in his top five for like one of the greatest ever to step in the octagon. So he'll be like, you know what? Let me talk to my team. I think that's just that phone call, Danny. Take a month off, rest, recover, clear your mind, and just be like, hey, all right, what, what, what's best for me at this point? Is it another title or is it fighting the best of the best at this point where, yeah. where you're seeing fighters do that? Like, yeah, can I win gold or can I fight the best of the best at this point? Like, you're seeing that with fighters like, I may not win gold in the lightweight, but you're seeing Poirier's and the Chandlers and the and the Gages and all these guys and the, not even like I'm not gonna throw McGregor in this, but like this new age of like the lightweights. Mm-hmm. One through ten's legit. Like they're all title contenders, but they gotta beat each other up and lose and win and all this just to get to that title. Like right. it's a stacked division, so it's like, do I want to fa- face the title or do I want to go and face? For the top five fighters and cash out, right, right, and then right. go for a title shot. Yeah, I like get what there, you're there's saying, just yeah. more like, and fighters are seeing it because it's just like you get maybe two fights a year, so it's like, do I go for the title shot and make less money but be a champion, or do I fight so and so, and make a couple hundred thousand, a million more? I mean, there's just options. There's just two roads you always take there, out. right? Title right. and gold or more money. Yeah, and if I'm if I'm a fighter, I'm taking more money than that. I do this and I go, you know what? I'll do a title shot. Yeah. Yeah. But that's just me. Right. It's just me. No, so it makes it's sense. just one of those yeah. like like guys that aren't even champions are pulling more money than the guys that are champions because of the draw they have. Yeah, right. So if I'm Usman, I use that I'd be like, hey, I'm a big I'm one of the biggest draws you have in the in the in the company. Give me my money, yeah. And right, talk right, to right. Izzy, talk to so and so, talk to Whitaker, talk to someone in the light with they want to bump meet me at 170, which I think is a death sense for anyone that wants to bump up to 170 if they fight Usman. So I'd be like Pori who fights 155 to bump up to 170. Wow. Where Poirier probably sits at 170 and cuts to 155, probably about 170, 180, where Usman probably cuts from like 205. Right, <laughs> so right, it's right, just right. like, it's just one of those, just take take the money, just to kind of rehash what I said, Take see what's best for you, but take that month off, cool down, 
get back in the gym, do all this, but then be like, all right, what am I? What are my options now? Yeah, yeah. Because you can get a money fight that's not a title fight, right? right. With someone in a, another weight class or even your own. So well, it sounded to me like it was a good fight. <laughs> it was a great fight. Good, it was good. a great fight. That's what UFC needs, man. I think they need more fights like that to you know not only draw but just to have good quality fights. Yeah, you know stuff like that. So, all right, man. Well, I think we covered everything this week. I think that's it. And the sure. last couple of weeks too. Yeah, for sure. For well, sure. I just saw it. It pinged on my phone. I guess the MLB is like four hours ago. They confirmed. I don't know if it's starting next season, but all 30 teams will play each other I saw that. at one point in the season. That's pretty cool. Never happened before. So I think that's a good thing. Yeah. You play every team and then, or you can just get rid of divisions. Yeah. But you need divisions for standings right. and all that I yeah, get. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, you could make it where it's like, okay, you play the Astros 10 games. You play, yeah. or X amount of games. Like, you play each team one the time. same amount yeah. of games. Right. Oh, right, right, right. Just across the board. But so each team so, will so play each fair, other once. So it's a fair thing, right. you know? But well, the next year, the you know MLB All Star Game in Seattle as well. So I'm so pumped for that. Yeah, me too. Me too, man. It's gonna be fun, no doubt about it. Um, all right, so episode 43, right? 43, I think. 43, man. Yeah, that's what I got on Spotify. So I'm gonna roll 43. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> all right, guys, we will see you next time for episode 44. Hopefully, Mason will be back with us. But of course, he's taking care of his newborn. Totally understand that. But uh, you know, Malcolm, Malcolm Hall. Yeah, Malcolm Hall, Mac welcome, Daddy. Welcome to the world. Welcome to the world. All right, guys. Take care. For Antonio, I am Ryan. We are signing off. Peace. Later, guys.